A reading from the book of Exodus, chapter 16, verses 1 through 8. The whole congregation of Israelites set out from Elam, and Israel came to the wilderness of Sin, which is between Elam and Sinai, on the fifteenth day of the second month after they had departed from the land of Egypt. The whole congregation of Israelites complained against Moses and Aaron in the wilderness. The Israelites said to them, If only we had died by the hand of the Lord in the land of Egypt, when we sat by our flesh pots and ate our fill of bread. For you have brought us into this wilderness to kill the whole assembly from hunger. Then the Lord said to Moses, I am going to rain bread from heaven for you, and each day the people shall go out and gather enough for the day. In this way I will test them, whether they will follow my instruction or not. On the sixth day, when they prepare what they bring in, it will be twice as much as they gather on other days. So Moses and Aaron said to all the Israelites, In the evening you shall know that it was the Lord who brought you out of the land of Egypt, and in the morning you shall see the glory of the Lord, because he has heard your complaining against the Lord. For what are we that you complain against us? And Moses said, When the Lord gives you meat in the evening and your fill of bread in the morning, because the Lord has heard your complaining that you utter against him, what are we? Your complaining is not against us, but against the Lord. This is the word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. I want to begin today by asking you an incredibly important question. In our own lives, right now, Am I striving as hard as I can to keep everything the same? Or am I open to the change that God may be bringing? In my own life, am I working as hard as I can to keep everything the same? Or am I open to the change that God may be bringing? My guess is over the last few months, There have been times that we have felt inadequate. There have been times we felt unprepared. Times when we've recognized that this current environment does not match the skill sets that we've been working for years to develop. And you might be saying, Pastor, you read my mind. No, I didn't. I just feel that way too. Today we're beginning a new series. It's called Uncharted. We find ourselves right now in uncharted territory. Things feel unfamiliar, uncertain. I'm finding myself afraid at times. I rarely used to be afraid. You know, the the Bible has a name for seasons like this. The Bible calls them the wilderness. In these uncharted lands where we are anything but certain... This is the place that God often changes us. In the uncharted land, people are changed, prepared. So the good news is, we are not the first people to feel the way that many of us have been feeling. And we're going to spend a lot of time talking about this wilderness experience, this uncharted experience, and how we operate in the midst of this time. But as we begin this series, I wanted to give us a vision for what comes next. All throughout the Bible, there are examples of of wilderness experiences. And it's almost as if there is a formula, because every bit as important as what happens in the wilderness is what always comes after the wilderness. In the wilderness, people are transformed. 
such that when they depart the wilderness, they change the world. In the wilderness, people are transformed such that when they depart the wilderness, they change the world. Elijah went into the wilderness, and when he emerged, he raised up the next generation of prophets. Jesus Christ, our Savior, went into the wilderness, and when he emerged, saved the world. We saw this this day in our, our reading from Exodus chapter 16 that the Hebrew children found themselves in the wilderness, and when they emerge, they will enter the promised land, that land that is flowing with milk and honey. In the uncharted territory, in the wilderness, we are transformed so that we can emerge to be God's agent of change on the earth. So I ask again, in this moment, am I doing everything in my power to try and keep things the same, or am I open to the change and the transformation that God may be bringing? For 400 years, The Hebrew children had been enslaved in Egypt, living in bondage. Then God set them free. And they found themselves in a new reality. Their surroundings were different. They had new rules and new routines. But you know what we're going to see today? The single greatest obstacle the Hebrew children faced in the wilderness wasn't their environment, it wasn't their new rules, it wasn't their routines. The single greatest challenge the Hebrew children faced in the midst of the uncharted territory was themselves. Today I want to invite us to see three ways the Hebrew people harmed themselves because they embraced the wrong perspective. You could say, these are the three things the Hebrew people forgot in the wilderness. And as we navigate through this uncharted territory, one thing we must do is learn from those who have been in situations like this before. So if you've got your Bibles, I want to invite you to open them with me to Exodus chapter 16. Let's start by looking at verse 1. The whole congregation of the Israelites set out from Elam. And Israel came to the wilderness of Sin, which is between Elam and Sinai, on the 15th day of the second month after they departed from the land of Egypt. We're going to move on in just a second, but I just want to point something out. We're about to note some of the mistakes the Hebrew children make in the wilderness. I just want to point out the timeline. How long did it take? The 15th day of the second month. So they had one full month and 15 days of the second month. They were 45 days into the wilderness when things started to unravel. It doesn't take long in an uncharted environment for things to start to unravel for us. The whole congregation of the Israelites complained against Moses and Aaron in the wilderness. The Israelites said to them, If only we had died by the hand of the Lord in the land of Egypt, when we sat by the flesh pots and ate our fill of bread, for you have brought us out into the wilderness to kill this whole assembly with hunger. If only we had died in Egypt, 
where we sat by the flesh pots. What's a flesh pot? Well, it's exactly what it sounds like. It's pot filled with flesh. It's where ancient people keep, kept their meat. And what the Hebrew children are saying here, what the Israelites are talking about, is, is they're suggesting that while they were in bondage and while they were in slavery, everything was great. They had plenty of, of meat and plenty of bread. You know what the problem here is? The Hebrew children were remembering a past that didn't exist. They were lying to themselves about how perfect the past was. That's the first thing God's people forgot in the wilderness. They forgot the truth about their past. And church, sometimes I wonder if we are doing exactly the same thing. So I reflect on conversations I've had with people in the past before we entered this 2020 environment. Those conversations often centered on time. People talk to me about the challenges of their time commuting. They talk to me about the challenges of the time they have to spend working and the limited amount of time that they have to spend with their children. If this season has caused us to do anything, part of what this season has called us to do is to slow down. And yet, some of us find ourselves remembering a past that didn't exist when everything was perfect, but it wasn't. If we misremember the past, we miss the opportunity for the blessing in the current moment. Like, with nostalgia, do we remember back when we could send our kids to school? Because I'm well aware that that's coming tomorrow. Back when we could send our kids off to school, and now, now there's a new challenge in front of us. It's unfamiliar and, and daunting. But if we spend all of our time trying to remember how great the past was, we might miss the blessing of this moment, which is this. This year, I get to have a hand in helping to educate my own kids. It doesn't mean it's not going to be hard. It is. But we can't miss the blessing. The Hebrew people, in the midst of their complaints, failed to remember their past. They failed to remember how difficult things had been, and they failed to remember the tremendous providence of God, which leads us to a second point. Would you look at verse 4 with me? Then the Lord said to Moses, I'm going to rain bread from heaven for you. And each day the people shall go out and gather enough for that day. In that way, I will test them whether they will follow my instruction or not. God had already provided freedom for the Hebrew people. It was an act so remarkable that we still talk about it 4,000 years later. Ten plagues, boils, and rivers of blood. God provided freedom and salvation in their past. And God says, I'm not through providing for you yet. But here's the thing. God wasn't going to give the Hebrew children enough to be self-sufficient. God was giving them enough for that day. 
One of the challenges of this uncharted territory of the wilderness is that God gives us exactly what we need. Not necessarily what we want. And as God gives us exactly what we need, one of the things we come to realize is that God is trying to give us more of God's self. God is trying to turn our attention, our focus, onto God. The second thing that God's people forgot in the wilderness is they forgot that God provides. In the wilderness, especially in the wilderness, God provides for what we need. Not our wants. No. Our needs. And what do we really need? We need enough for today. I wonder if one of the reasons that sometimes we are struggling in, in, this, in this moment is because we don't like having enough for today. When God takes us in the wilderness, it's often because God wants our attention. Part of the reason that we oftentimes don't enjoy the wilderness is because we don't want to give God our full attention. I told you last week that my small group has been having some of the best conversations we've ever had in these last few months. I know that there are some folks who are choosing not to participate in small groups, and, and a few of them have shared with me, you know, it's, it's not the same. And you're right, the, the fellowship components are not the same. But here's what I've discovered. In this season, in this environment, what we are able to do is focus more fully on the Word and focus more fully on Christ. In the wilderness... God gives us what we need to be changed. What we need to be transformed so that we can go forth and make a difference. This leads us to a third challenge God's people encountered in the uncharted land. Not only did they forget their past, both their, their bondage and the tremendous act of power from God's salvation. Not only do they forget that God provides exactly what we need, but they also forgot something incredibly important. They forgot where they were going. They forgot that they were a people of promise. If you go back to Genesis, God promised Abraham. A land, a land that was filled and flowing with milk and honey. A promised land. These were a people of promise heading towards the fulfillment of that promise. And the thing we must remember is that we too are a people of promise. In Romans chapter 8, Paul promises us that the present sufferings are nothing to be compared with the glory that will be revealed in us. In Jeremiah, we hear God say in that famous passage, I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord. They are plans to prosper you and not to harm you. Plans to give you hope and a great future. In the midst of the wilderness, God's people forgot the wilderness was going to end. God's people forgot that they were a people of promise. Yes. Yes. We find ourselves in an uncharted land right now. But every instance in Scripture, when God led people into the wilderness, God led them out to a better future, church. Every time. 
Are we so busy holding on to what was that we cannot begin to see the beauty of what in Christ shall be? Have we, like the Hebrew children, forgotten? Have we forgotten our past, the trials, and the way that God saved us? Have we forgotten the truth that our God is going to provide for every single one of our needs? And have we forgotten that we are a people of promise? There is a beautiful tomorrow out there. If we are willing to trust God and walk boldly into that uncharted land. Would you pray with me? God, forgive us. Forgive us for making an idol of how things used to be. Forgive us for bucking against your call and your leadership. And in this moment, set us free to be transformed. In this time of wilderness, this uncharted land, transform us that as we emerge together we will change your world in the name of Christ Jesus we pray amen